0: Man, I really want to like eat this like cinnamon raisin toast with strawberry cream cheese, um, (laughs) that I love so much, and it's just like my guilty pleasure. Then, like even that is like enough to like get you out of the bed and like do that. (laughs) I agree. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Zoom University. This is a podcast where college students are interviewed about their collegiate experiences, the highs, the lows, the very, very unexpected bumps in the road so that we can all understand each other's experiences better and feel more connected. Whether you're also a student, prospective student, parent, whatever, honestly, during this time more so than ever, it's super important that we try to be connected Um, and we're all in like our various bubbles um, and maybe going a little crazy. Um, So right now, just trying to share experiences, support each other, and really just kind of like realize that we're still more connected even in these situations and these times. Uh, My name is El Jope. And, yep, just a letter. And I am a junior at Rice University. And, yeah, let's just kind of go right into it. Um, With our first guest of this podcast, I'm super happy to be able to interview. um, She is a future Rice alumni um, and a current or current, semi-current president of our Student Association um, from 2019 to 2020. And, yeah, she's super great. Great personality, super amazing, talented. Um, Grace Wickerson. Um, And, yeah, I'm just going to, Grace, you can now speak. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, you may speak. I've been
1: summoned. Um, yes. So, yeah, no, my name is Grace Wickerson. I'm originally from Inglewood, Florida. If you ever go there, the median age is 63. It's lively. Um, great happy hour deals. Um, but yeah. I was very excited to come to Rice um, because I got to explore a lot of opportunities my hometown didn't have. Um, and so. I guess I consider myself to be like an engineer slash designer for social impact. So I'm very passionate about how we can use new technology to improve people's lives. And somehow that led me to become involved in student government, um, which is always a funny thing, my Rice experience that I'm so proud that I did and so happy that I did, but never thought that was for me. and that has actually helped me in terms of learning how to solve problems and bring that to my engineering work. So I'm about to go get a PhD in material science after this. Mm. If you know, school oh. doesn't get canceled. If
0: everything, yeah, if everything <laughs> pans out if, as it should, if the world uh, stays fingers together, crossed, right? If,
1: you know, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, how are you? How, how are you doing?
1: Oh my gosh. I think I've gotten that question a lot, and then what I'm really proud of at this time is that everyone's like actually checking in with each other and making sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. Which we should be doing when we're not in a pandemic, but it's especially nice in a pandemic. Yeah, that's true. But um, I've been doing great. I am staying in Houston for the time being to kind, of, you know, have the senior year that I, my final month of senior year that I wanted, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I have not had to have been able to have a senior. You're staying year. in an apartment, yeah? Yeah, staying in an apartment off campus. Um, I'm secure here. I got I have food, mm-hmm. water, friendship. Mm-hmm. I have everything I need. So I'm actually. Do you have enough toilet okay. paper? <laughs> I believe so. But we are also going out <laughs> shopping soon. So I can get more slash dye my hair so we're having a great time here in. oh that's great at zoom university
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah zoom university like very very real have you had zoom classes yet
1: i have had zoom classes and they've been interesting they've been like a range one my professors could not figure out how to share his screen so we worked with that for 20 minutes (sighs) another one went perfectly it was like without a hitch it was like a discussion class so okay yeah but
0: that's fair that's fair yeah i had my first zoom class uh yesterday it was a french class and not to say it was like awkward but it's also just very hard when one you just have to communicate over like a platform and then just communicate in a language that you're not super confident in And so it's just like, and so troubleshooting all the technical difficulties in another language is already like difficult in its own ways.
1: You're learning a whole new set of vocabulary though. And you're like, here, so we got to learn how to use computer and microphone. That's true.
0: I'm going to learn how to say web interface in (laughs) French, I guess. I hope. I don't know. We'll see. You're
1: you're ready for any future opportunity.
0: (laughs) I'm ready for this digital communications. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. I guess. Like, what have you been up to during this time of like quarantine and just like low keyness? Low keyness. Um.
1: Yeah. I guess for me, a lot of the low keyness has not. It's not been as low key as I would have liked, but that's because I'm still technically president. Um. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I guess like I've been involved in you know doing a lot of organizing. That's actually how I spent mm-hmm. a little, a good portions of my spring break were like finishing mm-hmm. out my term as well as doing some organizing with the mm-hmm. new president to make sure that we have mm-hmm. our serving students. Um,
0: and actually, um, sorry to inject, but I kind of yeah. like want you to talk more about that. Yeah. Um, just cause like, also this podcast is gonna be for like, people who go to different universities and just have different college experiences, and so terminology may not necessarily be something that they know, like they may not refer to their student government as SA. So yeah. like, can you kinda like talk about what SA is?
1: <laughs> That's a good point, I know. People like, say, here student association, and they're up like, who's associating? And like, I don't know, students, <laughs> they live somewhere. Um, so yeah, student association is basically our student government, represents all the 4,000 students on Rice's campus. It has about 100 students in it um, at any given point in time that are actively involved. Um, and then our kind of structure is I'm leaving the organization and we have voting members, um, we have different committees, and that's mm. basically the major part of the structure. Um, and right mm. now, as we're in this point of transition, I'm still president, but everyone mm. else is like, we're done and transitioning <laughs> out. So I've kind of been involved in just like keeping the ship going um, in different ways. So looking at pass-fail accommodations, like Mm. needs assessments, creating a resource guide for students, Mm. thinking about how we can allocate unused funds um, due to like event cancellations. So yeah, we're looking at how, what funds and money wasn't used this year and then seeing if we Mm. can allocate that to students in need, so. Mm.
0: But yeah, something I wanted to just like, I guess like what I wanted to ask was, terms of like the pass-fail, the relocation, like kind of like what is our like SA Student Association trying to do to like help, like can you elaborate more on like the different things that we're doing? Because it kind of like foils or like contrasts and compares to what other colleges are doing and what other like initiatives they're trying to do for their students and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're not trying to, basically trying to make sure that students during this time of immense uncertainty and unease and also risk that we make it as easy as possible to access resources um, that students need, as well as put in support structures that students need. So that was the motivation behind a lot of these things, like Mm pass-fail and looking for that and pushing for that is basically that is a safety net for students that whatever will happen for the next couple months, say they work in a family, their family is in the medical industry and so their family is constantly in hospitals, constantly at Mm. risk. They shouldn't have to worry about a bad semester because, you know, their little family is like putting their lives on the line. Mm. And resources is just needed because students have lost their jobs, students have lost Mm. their housing, their families have lost jobs or income. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of precarity in a lot of our students, especially some of those that are the more marginalized students. And so mm-hmm. there is a great need for both financial resources as well as you know physical resources and mental health resources. So the more mm-hmm. that we can make sure that those are being allocated to the students in need, and that there's sufficient resources there, I think is really important um, because. I mean, we're, I know we're gonna get through this, I believe we're gonna get through this, but I know it'll be not, it'll be a rough patch, especially for those students that were already kind of in precarious situations and then this crisis has exacerbated that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, as like, as, especially as like a student, me personally being um, like a low income student and then being financially dependent independent from my family, so like a lot of things like the student jobs and things that I do like to support myself like are now gone, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the same similar case for a lot of other students. And I so I, so I think like what the essay is doing and I, what I see like other colleges and campuses doing for their students and trying to support them, it's like so critical, especially just to get through it. And I still think like it's also very symbolic. Like you, we are actively supporting each other at a time where we like need each other the most. And so it's like very appreciated. I know it's very appreciated from like so many different people Um, To, like, kind of get these initiatives going and, like, kind of continue their support and stuff like that. So, thank you for all all of your uh, work pushing these, like, initiatives.
1: Yeah, no problem. It's, I mean, it's meaningful. I mean, I just, especially, yeah, I just did a whole year-long study into, like, financial accessibility. And then this whole situation is, like...
0: (laughs) Oh, so it was very timely. It was very, very, like, (laughs) you are preparing for
1: this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everything in my life, sometimes I'm, like, I, like, was this planned for me? Am (laughs) I just... You know, leveling up in some way, you know, getting a new, like, skill set. What's going on?
0: Yeah. You're, like, straight up in a video game, like, leveling up your character. Like, okay, trying to build skill sets in, like, farming, crafting, and, like, financial responsibility <laughs> for financial other responsibility. students.
1: <laughs> I know. I took a gardening class. My planting skills are up. If we have to live in forever, <laughs> I'll garden. It's like,
0: it's like Middle Earth. It's like, well, you're, like, able to, like, survive and, like, lead up, lead the pack of other students.
1: God. Here
0: we are. Uh, yeah, well, here we are, right? Um, also, another question about like SA, like I think a lot of students have varying like sentiments towards student associations and student governments in general, um, like how impactful they are, how relevant they are, um, what change can a student really do? And I think that's not even just a student association question, but even students in general feel like they can't make big impact on campus Um, Do you feel like, especially during this situation, the impact and importance of student associations have increased? Slash, do you think people are relying on them more?
1: I really can't speak for other campuses.
0: I guess more like, you know, like your experience, like as Rice's president. Rice's president.
1: I think in my, I mean, I have had consistent, basically, text chats going with Dean, the Dean of Undergraduates, Bridget Gorman, which mm-hmm. has honestly been really helpful is that f- we've been put into conversations where if we need information, like we can get it quite easily, or if we need to communicate mm-hmm. something that's communicated quite easily. Mm-hmm. And so I have actually found that Rice's, certain people in Rice's crisis response are not really taking students into account. And I think mm-hmm. I've been frustrated by that, but there are people like Bridget Gorman who are making sure that voices are heard and making sure that voices are involved. And so I mm-hmm. think it depends on who you're working with, but I know mm-hmm. that I, there are people that are looking out for students and are in positions of power. And I think mm-hmm. that's honestly been something for my year, is once you have a relationship with someone who is in a position of power, I think mm-hmm. the student's greatest kind of org- power that they have is or- almost organizing power. So mm-hmm. how do you make something happen is you have a critical mass behind it that is mm-hmm. pushing some sort of initiative or pushing some issue forward. And sometimes mm-hmm. maybe one student, sadly, is not enough for them to just put down everything and care. But if there's not mm-hmm. even some small critical mass of students, there is mm-hmm. momentum there. And I think that consistent communication that I've had as, mm-hmm. I think helped me to push forward a lot of things that it's like this needs to be addressed and this needs to be addressed or parking People mm-hmm. are getting parking tickets. Why the hell are they getting parking tickets when you told I them know.
0: to move I know I have a friend that got two parking tickets the other day and like he's moving and he's trying to like yeah. you know Like everyone's just trying to move because there's just this mass exodus of campus Like yeah. everyone's just trying to leave and like parking their cars wherever they can fit their cars Honestly, like the fact that they were giving parking tickets is kind of crazy. I know
1: and, there's, and, and knowing that happens, getting that info, and then sending it mm. onwards and being like, this has to be addressed, like you have to mm. do something. And you're typically always getting like, I'll look into this, I'll respond to this, and then trying mm. to be consistently being like, did this happen, did you follow up? Mm. And so, I think without that, I would be far more worried if like, are they even taking students into account, because I think there are some people who would probably forget about students if we didn't have those allies. That was a really long
0: answer, but I hope that <laughs> No, but I think that every point of that answer was like super critical because it's just like, it's like the students are why college campuses exist. And obviously it also exists for like researchers and um, grad students as well outside of just like an undergraduate population. But like, we are one of the biggest stakeholders for universities and so like, things should be taken into consideration. We should also be taking into consideration when decisions are being made and just also like our general well-being, right? I don't know, maybe hot take, I don't know.
1: I mean, especially when you ask, I know why they asked all the undergraduates to move off campus, it's a health concern, mm. but especially to like, I think it was to do that and like you had to do it well. And if you didn't, if you did it like what Harvard did, like Harvard literally said in five days, get off our campus, take all your stuff, and like barely had any financial assistance ready at that at the go out. And like Really?
0: That's crazy. They Are you serious? Like,
1: yeah, I'm Five I'm serious. Days? Like I followed tweets where were like there were students that like Harvard told us to move out and I'm homeless and they didn't put forward a <sighs> form to allow me to petition to be on campus. So at least Rice did that. <laughs>
0: it's still- so it seems like Rice is doing uh, at least like some some, some some semblance of doing better than, like, some other universities. Yeah, I mean, Of, like, it, at least allowing us to, like, be on campus for, like, what, three weeks and, like, petitioning for housing and, like, feeding us at least.
1: Yeah. And then having financial assistance available, mm. I think that's also been something that, like, other campuses have kind of done, but because Rice is putting... they're put, is putting... And especially the Dean of Undergrads Division has been putting a lot of money behind this, so they've been really trying to make sure that they're not, like missing people but i know it's nothing Mm -hmm. can be perfect and not still something Mm -hmm. that we're like following up on
0: sorry to interrupt the podcast but we have some quick housekeeping and plugs to do um so if you have any questions comments concerns about the podcast or any business inquiries please feel free to email me at my email emd10 at rice.edu that is e like elephant m like monkey d like donkey 10 at rice.edu if you have someone that you'd like to nominate for the podcast or if you would like to nominate yourself we have forms in the description of the podcast also we are looking for some more intro outro music for the podcast so if you're a producer hit us up and if you are a logo designer we're looking for a new logo better than the one that i made in like 10 minutes so feel free to hit us up for the new logo design as well um and with that being said let's hop back into the podcast and, and i also kind of have like a more personal question for you yeah um but like how did you manage the like student association like or like you're in the situation with a student association on a personal level like how are you doing like and like a personal level like how did you manage like stresses um just because it is like such a full-out role and like has a lot of like implications and obligations that you probably had to fulfill like how did you manage that especially in like <laughs> these situations and also throughout your year i guess yeah
1: my year honestly in summary is there's just been, it's just been a ton of shit that's happened. I've just been very surprised. Just like mm. every month there was just something new on campus. And mm. like you knew this because you were there. There's just there were protests.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but like in line, in line the, yep. the audience about like things that have been I going know. on. Okay, mu- I okay, Do as much discretion as you'd like to share. I
1: mean, I will. I mean, we, I started off my term as president when Mike Pence visited our campus. Mm. Um, <laughs> and everyone did not like that. Um
0: this when, is very true. <laughs> very true.
1: Um when we had a whole scandal around sexual assault on our campus, um, mm-hmm. related to policies. I was mm-hmm. there, <laughs> kind of on the, involved. Um, students wore ice costumes, ICE, ice ice agent costumes on Halloween.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. That was crazy. Yep.
1: So that happened and that created a whole thing that was also you know, student association was involved in. Um mm-hmm.
0: wait for that situation it was like the there was like Three guys from a dorm, residential dorm, that went to like one of our like public, like party bars, base, yeah. whatever, dressed up as ICE officers, right? Yeah. And then someone asked them to leave, right?
1: Yeah. A bunch of people asked them to leave. A bunch of people told them not to do that. A bunch of people said, you know, you're this is outwardly really racist. So I was involved in that <laughs> or helping mm-hmm. to manage that. And then this semester, you know, COVID 19 happened. So I think it's mm-hmm. been. <laughs> A very rocky year that, in terms of wellness
0: <laughs> through all yeah. of this,
1: um, honestly, it was getting like a really good, like, off campus psychiatrist, and that mm-hmm. was like dope. So, I'm like taking care of myself there. I think it was building mm. you know, stronger friendships. So, people that weren't just you know, I think I didn't have time for like more you know, f- vapid friendships that were more kind of like we're in the same proximity. I think I mm-hmm. had to consider those friendships that I wanted to invest in and the people that I knew cared about me a lot. And I think mm-hmm. that really also helped me is that when I was with those people, they were there mm-hmm. to empathize with what was going on and maybe they, they mm-hmm. might not know the full story, but at least they were they cared about me and were just like listening to listen and be like, Oh that's nice. Thanks for telling me I don't mm-hmm. actually care about you um which, not to like <laughs>
0: yeah unit. there's a lot of those like very like empty relationships that can be found on campus because a lot of people do develop relationships based on proximity yeah which sometimes isn't a bad thing and have their own have their own like purposes but like especially like when you need that support it's like very like you can feel isolating honestly
1: it it is very isolating because i think that's my one you know drawback of price is that you know mm-hmm. there are I think they, there is a lot of people that you'll meet really soon because they put you in a residential college, which mm-hmm. you know, 400 people, 300 to 400 people that are supposed to be like your community. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you might make some early friends, but they're not really like your actual, they're not the people that you're, you would actually be around that you would choose. They're more the people mm-hmm. that were, you know, assigned to you. And I mm-hmm. think even honestly being involved around campus has helped me to form relationships with people that I like would have found regardless, but like Mm -hmm. I needed to find to be able to provide that like support structure that as I like Mm -hmm. got more involved around campus that I needed those people to fall back on, Um, Yeah, which was really nice. Um, What else for wellness? I think honestly another well, it's just like wellness is just having good mentors and support systems. Um, Mm -hmm. So psychiatry, mental well-being, but also just having like adults that believed in me and were like, you are good, you're doing great, Mm -hmm. here are the things that will like support you in and make sure that like this happens. And that Mm -hmm. was like, I guess satisfying that like things were going forward and like I'm very, I'm an achiever, I like to check boxes. But also Mm -hmm. just having someone that believed in me, which I didn't really, I think when I started this year, I didn't really believe in myself. And so I Mm -hmm. needed a lot of people that were, like, building me up. And now I'm, like, I think I'm amazing. But I don't know. But sometimes you need that because you're just, like, you're just horrible to yourself. And you're, like, God, I'm just awful. And then everyone's, like, why are you doing this? I'm, like, I really can't (laughs) give you an answer. I'm just... Ooh, there's some there's some demons in the brain that really wanted uh, to dude, tear you have me not. down.
0: Like <laughs> just like trashing myself. I really just five minutes like, oh, why <laughs> why did you do that? Why did you say oh you too <laughs> for the waiter that said enjoy your meal meal or whatever? Like <laughs> I am like <laughs> just like super savage on yourself for like no real good reason. And, yeah. Like, every good reason, I guess, we're our harshest critics. Yeah. But definitely need like people who are like, hey, like stop that what are you doing smack you across the face <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you know just a good smack everyone gets better
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah absolutely um and also just kind of like wanting to like kind of pivot towards like more like current situations like yeah what was your initial reaction to like coronavirus and like COVID 19 and just the situation like when did you like know about like the severity of like the virus and when did it become more real for you and like your reactions towards it
1: god um so i started let me try to i'm going to my calendar so i say this right i started Mm. getting invited to like i got invited to the crisis management team at rice so i'm a part Mm. of like a 40 person team that's like actively managing this crisis and talking about it on basically a weekly basis and Mm. our first meeting was March 3rd. And when we Mm -hmm. did that, it was kind of like, okay, this is picking up, but I don't think it's going to get that bad. We might not, you Mm -hmm. know, we might get a few cases, but we're not going to shut down. Like, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep rice open. And it was more Mm -hmm. of like a calm conversation than anything else. So this is March 3rd. Mm -hmm. So at first, I'm like, I felt more oriented and prepared, but I wasn't, like, freaking out about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we get to, like, basically... What was it? Oh, man. It was, like, basically the next week. I forget what day. I'm trying to remember if it was, like, Friday. Ah, shit. It was one of the days that, like, the next... Literally the next week that we, like, jump on a call and they're, like, we're shutting down the university. (gasps) And it was, like, basically... Yeah, it was basically a week of, like, this is gonna be fine. We'll do some planning. We'll get some things Mm -hmm. in place. Like, very
0: casual, right? Yeah,
1: very, very casual, like... Nothing that was really, like, of major concern. Mm. And then, yeah, literally a week later, when every other school just started to announce their changes. Oh, yeah, that was on Mm. March 12th. Um, We get in the meeting, and they're basically like, so, yes, we're we're going (sighs) to shut down Rice, and we're going to limit our staff, and we're going to do all this stuff. And I just remember, like, Mm. sitting there and being like, I felt like this was going to happen. But when it did happen, I was like, oh, my God. This is uh-huh. actually going to affect me now. So it was like before uh-huh. the 12th, it was like everything was like planning. It was never really anything that would affect me. And then uh-huh. I had to like spend most of that evening knowing when nobody else did, but still going through the motions of like, do I want to go home? Do I feel safe going home? And it was uh-huh. a lot because <laughs> I think <laughs> I was like, I held all this information and like more I wasn't as scared about it but it was more like oh this is actually me that is being impacted
0: Mm, yeah it becomes way more real
1: yeah because i think i'm gonna i was a little even like all the preparation almost had me like distanced from it a bit until Mm. i realized when they talk about undergraduates they're talking about me and so i was also reminded that i am a student
0: (laughs) (laughs) no yeah it's like these like weird abstractions like you're just separating yourself um before it becomes too real but then it like hits you and then it's just like oh literally everything before this was like so relevant to me and it's like i feel like you just get hit with like such a wall of like realization from so many different aspects
1: yeah and so it's and it became hard too especially because i you know i had to keep like doing stuff for students all Mm. the while trying to figure out my own situation and kind of being like holding all the like kind of emotional burdens of like my Mm -hmm. own emotional burdens and also like Mm -hmm. what everyone else was kind of like talking about and saying so reading a lot of tweets like going on social Mm -hmm. media like all while (laughs) handling myself
0: yeah oh my gosh i just know that like i just know when like ever the first like i think the email that like the semester was like gonna be completely remote like not canceled but like remote
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um i just remember i felt like i could feel like this sudden like shock and gasp of everyone on campus especially yeah. like the seniors who yeah. like expected to have like another month or two months of like semester left mm-hmm. and suddenly oh that's a helicopter hello <laughs> um but <laughs> especially like the seniors who had like another month or two and like I just really know there was a, just a sudden like a like sadness and realization that happened when they got that email. Yeah, it's not like you're the only one on social media and Twitter, like I mean, a bunch of other people were seeing things from like other universities and what they were doing. I think I saw one thing from Yale about trying to do the past fail thing a lot earlier than Rice. And so like, I think those realizations started like really impacting people.
1: No, yeah, I-, I think it became more real as everything around the nation just built up and it also built up in such a quick way. And then mm-hmm. everyone, yeah, everyone had their, like, next few months, like, swiped from them. Like, mm-hmm. just all gone. Like, even mm-hmm. traveling, if people had travel plans this summer for graduating seniors, like, that's likely mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, graduation, hopefully, thankfully, is hasn't been canceled yet. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just delayed here at Rice. But I know in other schools, like, students literally have their graduations taken away from them or their parents mm-hmm. have spent tons of money on flights and residences and everything so I think it's been a, a time of mourning and mm-hmm. I think Rice was even I mean for me Rice was kind of sadder because everyone left with the intention of coming back and so mm, there's a, yeah there's a ton of people that I would have loved to have said like bye to but I, mm-hmm. I didn't get to do that because it was basically like they were already gone and so I think that mm-hmm. was also a very like sad moment for seniors is like there's so many people that like you don't get to share any moments with because Rice said like, they were already on some kind of break or they were already at home. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it's kind of sucks to say, but I think there's, like, a lot of regret for a lot of people. Um, Even, like, something as trivial or as, like, kind of comical, like, Rice has this, like, Rice missed the counters Facebook page where people, like, submit anonymous um, stories about people that they see, whether that's, like, on, like, a romantic thing or like if they're like oh wow like this person who organized this entire culture event like yeah. did so much like good work and we're so proud of you and your work is under not underappreciated xyz uh, there was this one post where it's like hey guys this is like, your chance to shoot your shot in terms of like letting the person <laughs> that you always had a crush on know you had a crush on them like and i think there's like even that's like a very trivial example <laughs> but like even things like that like just people like holding things in and not like or like not telling their friends that like hey how much they care about them or like how much they mean to them. Or vice versa, like realizing like maybe the people they spend their time with wasn't as like they weren't like the real people for them, you know?
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's just been kinda of sad. Especially I mean I had to I had someone over to console because they just realized that they really liked someone but that yeah. person had left and they just realized they had feelings for them right as they were leaving. Mm. And I remember having, they were like, can I have, t- can I spend time with you? And I was going to hang out with someone yeah. else, but I was like, at this time right now, I don't care. Like, you can come hang out with me because that's really freaking sad.
0: Yeah, that's, it's so hard for like, so many people, like, whether that's like, relationships, like people like getting thrown into the LDRs, people not like able to start relationships that they really wanted to. Um, Tinder must be popping, I guess. or Maybe really not popping, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like just people in general yeah. even just like more like familial cl- like friend relationships just like suddenly like oh like these people i spent literally so much time every day especially at rice like the proximity yeah. thing and suddenly it's like oh, okay well we you <laughs> we can see each other on zoom in class maybe like <laughs> it's just so so yeah. different and jarring but i guess like i don't know do you feel like have there been any like positives for you in this situation um or like have you had to like change your like like your perspectives on like how like to see things to be more in a positive light.
1: I'm always trying to look at things in a positive light, so which is kind of hard right now. But <laughs> I think, I think for me, uh, hopefully this whole situation really, even as much as we're supposed to be social distancing, I hope people uh-huh. do get to connect with others uh-huh. in more meaningful ways. Um, mm. And I think there is going to be a lot of collaborations of people that, because they're all cooped out to get up together, might be like, hey, like, we should do that thing we always talked about, or like project we always talked about. Um, mm. Or we should work on this, or we should collaborate, or we should get creative. And I think mm-hmm. that's, I'm excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm honestly going to take this time to like, work on some projects that like, I have put on hold because school has been a lot and leading a student mm. government has been a lot that now mm. I have a lot of time for. And I think that oh,
0: like what? Like, oh, sorry, sorry oh, to like, yeah, cut your no. flow, but like, what, what, do you, what are things that you're like, looking forward to like work on potentially?
1: Yeah, so I am excited to work on some stuff, like curriculum related to design thinking for social impact mm. work, so I started that while I was at Rice. And I taught mm-hmm. it for two semesters um, via like a student taught courses program that Rice has, um, but mm-hmm. I wasn't able to teach it at all this year because I just didn't have time. But I've always wanted mm-hmm. to kind of revisit it and see how I could package it um, for you know online learning potentially, and so mm-hmm. that's something that I'm thinking about um, as I get more adjusted into school. It might be something that I start to work on, and I, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that because um, I'm inside anyways, so it's <laughs> something to True. do.
0: I guess do you have like any advice for people in the current situation slash like advice in terms of like ways to pass the time or like projects that people could like work on or like you know like ways you're passing your time outside of like the projects that you're doing um, just like can give some inspiration to people
1: inspiration okay um I think if you thinking...
0: have don't feel pressured
1: <laughs> honestly I think it's kind of I just made a list like, this is not really that inspiring but I kind of made a list of things like you know, as I'm kind of in isolation, probably for a long time, most of the stuff that I had planned probably won't happen in the next couple mm-hmm. months. What are those big things that I've always kind of wanted but put off? And I think a lot mm. of us have maybe some of those lists. Like, I've always wanted to, like, well, for you, you're like, oh, maybe I always want to start a podcast and get it. So mm. it's on your list. Um, but, like, I always want to write creative stories or draw, do art or learn how to do woodworking or, like, any kind of task that kind of, You've always put off, and I think as like mm. very you know high achieving students, we have a lot of mm. passions. But sometimes Rice likes to, Rice and higher education in general is like you fit into this box, and this is all you're gonna mm. do in this box for the rest of your damn mm. life, and you can't have anything else <laughs> but what's in this box. But I think Jerk. right now, because school is all going to pass fail, honestly, it's a time now to be like, "Fuck you, box! I'm gonna <laughs> go and." <laughs> Fulfill my passions of all these things that I've always wanted to do for myself. Um,
0: Yeah, it's crazy. We're like multi dimensional individuals and we don't like subscribe to one type of our personalities. It's crazy. Like, who would have thought that we have more to us than like the thing that is on our degree?
1: Yeah, no, me, my favorite thing is always when I'm like talking to people and they have to assume they're like, oh, because you care about social impact and you do all this like student service stuff, like government stuff, you have to like, you can't be a STEM major. And I'm like, I can study engineering and care about people. It makes me like a double threat. So
0: (laughs) you're just like, just lethal at all times.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to be, that's what I'm going to honestly be. I would honestly recommend, Mm. I think, especially, I don't know. I don't want to slip into like just watching Netflix all the time. So I Mm -hmm. think that's going to be like, once you're done, like watching your Netflix shows, here's what you should maybe do next.
0: Like, yeah you know, i think it's like important that you kind of create a routine for yourself right now yeah you know like if you kind of like i think i mean at a certain point it's nice to kind of like have like the oh i'll wake up sleep whenever like existence is blah <laughs> like just kind of like have those moments because that's just like super like that is that is just gonna happen you can't always be on top of yourself and it takes a lot of like intrinsic motivation but also like to kind of set a routine it's kind of set things that you can look forward to in your day whether that is like starting like a creative writer project, that creative writing project enunciation, ugh. A creative writing project that um, you want to get started on, like kind of setting a time for that. Or if it's a Facetime with someone that you're trying to like reconnect with or just continue a relationship with, like having things that you can look forward to so that you can like, your days don't feel so blah and they actually have like more purpose and drive towards them. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that's honestly like the biggest thing, like what you said at the end is like the purpose and drive. Cause I think it's really easy when you're cooped inside to feel purposeless. And I know for mm-hmm. me, like, my mental health is like tied to having some kind of purpose. And it doesn't have to be like being efficient. It just has to be like there's something that I get out of bed for. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to find some things that help you like are on your like getting out of bed list and that like looking yeah, forward
0: you've... to. Good, good, good.
1: No, no, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, just stuff to look forward
0: to. It is important. (laughs) Man, I'm gonna have to learn how to read these like audio cues (laughs) versus social like physical social cues. So tough. It's okay. Struggling. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I I was just gonna something as trivial as like, man, I really want to like eat this like cinnamon raisin toast with strawberry cream cheese, um, (laughs) that I love so much, and it's just like my guilty pleasure. Then like even that is like enough to like get you out of the bed and like do that (laughs) I agree why what kind of like set you like towards that path about grad school and like also why did you choose like what you want to continue to pursue in grad school
1: yeah um this was my whole summer had a lot of (laughs) self-doubt a lot of late nights just being like what am i doing with my life because every Mm. senior or almost senior will go through that um Mm. you can add that to your list juniors just self-evaluation um but but that was like a direct
0: attack at me. Attack, attack at me, just like, hey, so are you evaluating your life choices right uh,
1: now? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so I was like, very, I was feeling very disinfra- not like disinterested and like disenfranchised in STEM. I'd had a very negative relationship with one of my research advisors that turned like really toxic, and so uh, I was like, do I really want to do research? Is this the path for me? I have a lot of other things that I could do. But I think what reaffirmed my interest in science is that there's so many projects that could be done that could be done for social good, but there's so Mm. many researchers that are making stuff that doesn't really matter. And I'm sorry, adding all this, some scientists that like study obscure things. There's Uh a lot that just study something that's never going to make it to production or industry. They're studying it for the scientific interest. And Mm. I think that's definitely fine and dandy, but I need the stuff that I, I can see immediate impact. And I started to find those laboratories doing work that is not really yet available in a commercial company um, Mm. that I was looking at. And so a PhD was like that path to get to do really innovative work that I had finally seen that was translational. And I think there needs to be more translational science, especially in where I study materials, because Mm. there's so many cool new materials that have really interesting properties, but are not yet being seen in our devices. Um, Especially when we think about, you know, issues of healthcare and issues of sustainability. And so I'm passionate about that and I think that was kind of the why to go into the research field and why to go into grad school. So I was just wanting to work with students and wanting to teach. I think that's also another passion of mine. So it's all like makes sense at the end.
0: Yeah, I love, I love like stories like that or like individuals where it's like, oh, I'm into like all these like really random things. But then if you kind of like <laughs> listen to their story or like, kind of hear from their perspective, like there is a tie into everything. Like everything is more connected than you think it is. If you like see the big picture and like, you know, like hear them out. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think that's me. That's definitely me as a mm-hmm. person is like some people don't understand everything. But mm-hmm. I found a really nice way to like tie it up in a nice little bow. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is me. For your prepackaged
0: delight. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel like you've had to give this spiel like a couple of times. Like okay, so like you're like in your essay, but you're also like in the materials and you're doing research on social policy. Like what what is going on here? Can you break this down for me, please? Look, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I can't compute. Can you? Uh, I'm like, okay.
0: It's like error four four messages just popping up in their brains.
1: <laughs>
0: Basically. No, for sure. Um, and yeah, I think, like, especially in terms of, like, the research, like, it's so important to, like, have, I guess, like, for certain people, it's different, but, like, knowing that, like, what you're creating has, like, a very tangible and more, like, recent, like, end product, right? Like, you can just see Mm -hmm. the results of what you're doing, whether that's, like, Mm -hmm. through my materials or that's through, like, teaching. So, I think that's also very impactful and cool. Um, dope. I mean, like, any other final words or, like, do you have anything that you want to plug of yourself, whether that's, like, a social media handle we can add in like the description, um, an email contact if you, for like any like business inquiries for yourself, if you have like anything that you're working on in that regard, or like I don't know, anything that you want to plug slash say to like our audience.
1: <laughs> the audience. Um, sure, my well I guess you can hit my hit my email, um, mm-hmm. my last name, Wickerson G with a wicker song. I made it when I was in fifth grade. It's cute. <laughs> um, so wicker song and then at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. You can talk, be fun. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really, I'm not really big on adding my social media cause I really don't post, but you mm-hmm. can find me if you really want to. I have mm-hmm. some old content from 2012 and that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. I wow, we it. love
0: that. That's, that was the raw XD phase of uh, <laughs> nice. You know, youth. So I think everyone would love that. I love
1: that. I also like, really wanted a scene haircut back then. So you can find some old Facebook profile photos where I have like dyed black hair and it's all like, oh, PC. Yes. Isn't that?
0: <laughs> yes, st- all of that.
1: You're like, yes, look me up on Facebook. I'm findable. Um, mm. But yeah, what else do I want to plug? I don't know. Honestly, plugging... If anyone wants to talk about design thinking, I gave my email, you can hit me up, we can talk about projects, that could be really fun, because I think we Mm. can honestly get some cool products out of this if we just put our heads together and start thinking about like, what are our users, what do they need? I think that would be some really cool work, so let's Mm. build a community, that's all I'm going to say.
0: Dope. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I think, I don't know if you've done a podcast before or like an interview like this before,
1: I've um, done like one before, so yeah. something similar.
0: Oh something similar before?
1: It was like about scholarships. So Oh okay. Can hit so this isn't like up. super foreign to you. Yeah, no, I I was like, okay, this was a little bit different, but like I liked this version more than the one I did before because that one was far more interviewy, and this was more like mm-hmm. bantering over the phone. This is mm-hmm. fun.
0: No, I just wanna say like I really appreciate like the things that you have to say, like your person as an individual. Um and just like thank you for like being on the podcast.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Alrighty, thank you guys so much for listening into this podcast with Grace Wickerson. i'm um, just gonna do some quick plugs. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at abigmoo.d, um, a big mood on Instagram or my photography in- account, ldope.photos. Links in the description. Um, feel free to follow a student page that I run for Rice University called Students at Rice University is just pretty much a story page, um, kind of like Humans of New York style where we interview students and kind of get their authentic and genuine perspectives, whether that's an academic perspective or if they just love longboarding and knitting, there's an actual story about that. You should go check it out. Um, and yeah, make sure, to, make, sure you, make sure you make sure, don't make sure that you follow up with our podcast in the future. Um, just We're gonna have a regular schedule coming out soon, so just keep posted up on that. Um, any business inquiries feel free to email me at emd10 at rice.edu that's e like elephant m like monkey d like donkey 10 at rice.edu and also with any questions comments concerns on how we can do the podcast better feedback is super critical so like thank you and we also want you to be a part of it as much as possible Um, if you have someone who you'd like to whom you'd like to nominate or um, if you want to nominate yourself, honestly, feel free to like fill out the nomination forms in the description of the podcast. We want to hear everyone's story as much as possible and try to just connect us each other during this time as best as we can um and yeah we're looking for some more intro and outro music that we so that we can just promote each other um so if you have some beats that you want to send our way please send it over um, at the email above and same thing with a logo if you have a fire logo that you have designed um, or would like to design please send it our way as well and we'd love to like you know promote each other support each other um and all that good stuff So yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning to this episode with Grace Wickerson. We'll be on Spotify and Anchor.fm if you guys want to tune in for the next episode. And thank you. All right, see you next time, week, day. Bye.